0: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Of course, the proposed congressional maps uh, from Utah's Independent Redistricting Commission and the Utah legislature have been released, which has led to all kinds of heated discussions, a lot of bickering, a lot of charges of gerrymandering. Uh, There will be a hearing this afternoon on Utah's Capitol Hill about the maps. That will be fascinating. Uh, I have a few questions uh, about how to... Break up the state as it relates to the congressional districts, and so I'm going to ask you to uh, to join me. We should have gotten some uh, sci-fi music for this. We're going to go into the uh, into the void here and have uh, suspend reality for a moment uh, and just look at some of the questions that we really have to step back and consider before we just blast anyone who disagrees with us uh, disagrees with us when it comes to the maps of the Utah congressional districts. Uh, so, of course, there is the process component to this, uh, and the process I will always uh, criticize and analyze because I think process matters. Uh, I was not thrilled that the, uh, the maps from the legislature uh, were released at 10 p.m. on a Friday uh, for a Monday uh, comment period and then a special session on Tuesday. It seems a little jammed to me. Uh, no, reason, no reason to go that tight. Uh, when we're dealing with something that's very divisive uh, with a lot of opinions and a lot of effort's been done around there. So that's just the timing. That's just a sequence thing uh, because I do think the process matters. But let's get into the the questions that I have. And to just give us some perspective here, we have four congressional districts. Each of those have to have approximately 817,904 people. Approximately. Uh, that's the way it has to be divided up. So it is not about geography. Uh, it It is about numbers. It is it is a representation of number. Uh, that is what is required. And so, so let's just kind of think out of the box here for a minute. So, of course, we've had debates over should a congressional district consist of just rural voters in the state of Utah? That's an interesting question. Should a congressional district be made up solely uh, of suburban areas? That's a question. That's legitimate. Should it be made up uh, based on your political party affiliation? That's a legitimate question. But those aren't the only questions. In fact, the the last question, uh, we always talk about it in terms of fairness. And so... People will say, well, it's gerrymandering if the Republicans divide up the map and carve up the Democratic votes and voters uh, in a way that kind of minimizes their impact on election. Uh, The same argument, of course, is made in places like California, uh, where I once lived. Uh, I actually spoke to one of my Democratic strategist friends uh, about this one time, and, and he said, Uh, When we raised the issue of, well, there's so many Republicans in the state who just don't feel represented by their member of Congress or even by the Senate. And his answer as a Democratic strategist was. It is not my fault. It is not my fault. That there aren't very many Republicans in the state of California. And so someone could flip that script and say, it is not the Republicans of Utah. It's not the Republicans' fault that there aren't that many Democrats in the state of Utah. And that can be an interesting discussion. Uh, but let's take it even beyond that, uh, because technically, think of it this way. If you divided up a district to make it more Democratic, that is the definition of gerrymandering. And so then we get in this really interesting loop of yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but. And so, again, suspend belief for a moment uh, and be a little curious. And let's look at some of the ramifications of this. So let's say, for example, what if you did have a district that was all rural, all agriculture? You could say, well, that would be good because then those people would have a member of Congress who could represent their interests. And they would also be influenced by outside interests. In other words, if you had a representative that only had to worry about big agriculture and all the issues around that, uh, they could be swayed by that in an interesting way. The same you could if you had someone who was just all downtown or all uh, a business sector or all uh, Democrats, all Republicans. <clears throat> of course, that can that can play out. So so what's the solution then? <clears throat> Is it better to have a, a mix of urban and rural Uh, is is that a right way to do it? Should the mix be only based on the number of Republicans and Democrats? Should it be only those who make X amount of money or under X amount of money? Is that how we should have proper representation? The only thing that we know for sure when we look at the Constitution is that it is based on representation, numbers. So, Uh, It's easy to to say, well, I want a map of this or a map of that, or I want this group to be together or that group to be together. When the only thing that's required by the Constitution is the size, meaning the number. So, how do you get to the number? What if we just uh, took the alphabet? So, some people have been complaining of, well, this, you know, it divides my street. My street is part in District 1 and part in District 4. Well, what if we did away with that? What if we did it alphabetically? (laughs) What if if we started with the voters of Utah, the citizens of Utah, started with the letter A and went down the alphabet until we got 817,904 people and boom, that is the first congressional district. And let's say that takes us to the letter F. So then the second congressional district would be made up of all people, all citizens whose last names start with the letter G and beyond until you have 817,904 and that becomes the second congressional district and so on down the line. There's nothing to say that any particular group, whether that is a group of Republicans or a group of Democrats, whether that's a group of rural or urban, whether that is a group of blue eyed or brown eyed. It doesn't mention any of that. And it says nothing about geography. It's just a number. So is there a better way? I don't know. I have lots of questions about redistricting, and uh, we're going to continue to pursue those and see how it all shakes out. But I think we have to be careful about declaring one kind of gerrymandering or another kind of gerrymandering, because in the end, it's all gerrymandering. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources. Hour number two coming up next. Live breaking news. Now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds.